0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com
1: and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin Cowboys, streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys world headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Neon to the goal line. Bang. Bang. sacked by Lord. Prescott yeah. keeps
0: it yeah. and he it into the touchdown.
2: And now, your hosts, Isaiah Standback, Patrick Walker. And Kyle Yeomans.
1: It is a wonderful Say It With Your Chest Wednesday here on Talking Cowboys. It is the final day prior to Thanksgiving, and that means it's the final day to preview the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, a.k.a. Beckham Bowl 2022. That's right. He's going to be doing the the (laughs) on-field coin toss. He's going to have exclusive interviews after the game. He'll have a commitment ceremony. I can't take this no more. He'll be the line judge. Signing day. A ceremony after the fact. He'll have the to, the cap of the Cowboys. He'll have the cap of the Giants. We should you definitely know. get some t-shirts made and sell them. <laughs> Beckham bowl. Bowl. bowl
3: 2022.
1: Well, I think, there are, I think we missed our
4: opportunity on that one. There a are a couple of other uh, outlets that are trying to They're already on piggyback it. on our oh, uh, freaking on the great haters, talking man. Cowboys. freaking haters. Beckham Bowl, you heard
1: it here first. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen. You heard it here first. The really? amount of money we just freely give out on these airwaves. This is because we seriously. give so much love. It's, the, it's giving. Yeah. Thank Thanksgiving, there yeah, you
3: know. We're just
4: right.
1: and they're just thanks taking. Yeah, thanks taking. <laughs> they're just thanks taking. You're takers right? of thanks. Get but you together. know what? The fans are out there, and the fans give us plenty. The fans know facts. So the
4: fans know. They know. That's the science.
1: Uh, ba- Patrick Nosey Walker, how was the biscuit yesterday? Oh man, did you massive. finish it? No. What? Are you serious? What? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to
3: the eat Thanksgiving dinner after that. The disappointment. Bro, mm, the disappointment. Bro, that's like three. Did weeks. You, I, I, like three weeks one? of carbs? No, I'm not a biscuit. dude.
4: <laughs> oh, so you said you drink? Me and me, me and bread out.
3: don't get along. I'll, I'll turn into a sugar plump if I eat a whole bread. That's what I'm saying, bread. That was <laughs> like three bro. weeks yeah, of carbs I
4: still in over. one sitting. Yeah, but that's, that's no, It's not going to happen.
1: Me I, and bread. I love bread, but my body doesn't
4: love bread, yeah. so I have
1: to. Isaiah looked like Santa Claus yesterday. He had this big backpack and he was just walking around pen, upstairs pen, pen, and he was pen. giving out, yeah. instead of giving out presents, he was giving out food. Yeah, <laughs> like full trays
3: of yeah, food. You
5: get a biscuit. You yeah. get a biscuit. Yeah. Biscuit you get bill. A biscuit.
1: I hooked
3: up Beamer. Beamer, yeah, Beamer you did, got some yeah. food. Appreciate it, biscuit, what biscuit, you get biscuit, back biscuit there, that.
1: Beam? what you get? I, uh, it's in the refrigerator home. <laughs> just come <down>. well, out. It's, <laughs> it's at home. I just want to know it's what it was. It's safe this one i guess i'm not gonna get it we, we, we don't know no oh okay um
2: with that being said because <laughs> i haven't opened it yet to see what it
1: was oh okay <laughs> he gave There's it to the, me yesterday it so I had to put a on it. yeah There's it didn't say c i think it said three is that what it said three mm-hmm. oh yeah. wow you've got a number system on it yeah you're wild I, uh, you're crazy I mean,
3: yeah you know? You're
1: crazy,
5: like, but I like, I like Zay, man. I
1: like you, but you're you're
5: crazy. Yeah, I almost you're crazy, did this morning before man. I jumped <laughs> in my car. What, what was, was that? that?
2: Put them boards in there so I could take, get some work Ooh, done on, on, on Zay. You should have. I
1: should have. I stay oh. ready. I stay ready. How how long has it been since you've thrown? It doesn't matter. Cornhole. Oh, it yeah. doesn't. For me? No, 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 Isaiah. Listen, Listen. He hit you with I know. The I, all I know. Need
3: is, all I need is three tosses to calibrate. To get calibrated. He hit you with the full rock. It doesn't hey, how it's long it's been. I need three tosses to get calibrated. Call Heckman. Like get
5: calm. You need to call Heckman. and Ask him about it.
3: Are you think you compared Heckman's skills and my skills together? Is that what you're doing right now?
1: No, he's comparing his own skills to your skills, <laughs> which is
3: fair. Just at, at
5: Heck came at me one time about playing cornhole. We play. Come I, back, I threw here. three bags and listen he said here.
3: I quit. Listen here. <laughs> Between my former QB skills and my SLR approved eye vision. <laughs> They're not a sponsor anymore. You're I not, know. It's they okay. Work. They still took care of me last year. I still appreciate them. You know, even though they they kicked us to the curve. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now I just drink my Black Rifle Coffee Company. Yep. Yeah, we we could
2: we could put uh, push ups on it. Ooh. For a month. Oh. Ooh.
3: Don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> push ups for a year would be even worse. can
1: go. Now that would be a high. Intensity. Film it. Beamer, you would be the most
3: swole film head it. in the building. Well, film he's not
1: losing, I, so then I'm it's not going to go lose. back to you. Film so. it. Oh, we need
3: to
4: film this
1: Video Every, every day
5: you would walk film. into the studio, hey, you'd we have need to, to drop this.
1: down and give us 20. <laughs> film
5: it. And it would be like this Go, Kyle. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, drop and give me 10 real quick. Yeah, he yeah, yes. film no. There's it. no way. <laughs> He'd be doing push ups every open. Every day. would be able to
3: fit no shirts. No, you
1: wouldn't. You still can't already. You're still wearing the mediums. All right. Patrick, (laughs) let's get off of this conversation. Give us some Cowboys news and notes as we get ready for the Cowboys and the Giants tomorrow. Let's do it. WWRD.
4: What would Mm. Rob do? Shouts out to Rob Phillips. Now, P.I. So, injury report on yesterday. There were no changes to the injury report, which is not necessarily a good thing considering there's a bug that's kind of making its rounds uh, here at the Star. So, those who set out the the Wednesday, Wednesday, Monday. Ah, i got to get on Jason Garrett's schedule. Um, Mm. The Monday walkthrough with an illness, which would have been Terrell Basham, Dante Fowler, Jonathan Hankins, Mm. Kelvin Joseph, who left the game on Sunday with an illness, uh, and – that's it. But Demarcus Lawrence was actually added. I mean, he was already there for a foot issue, as we all know, but he was tagged as well with the illness situation with Dang. the bug. Defense. Uh, Mike McCarthy said that clearly it's going through the defensive side of the room more than anything. Brian Anger did uh, fall victim to it last week, but he was able to play Whew. through that. Quentin Bohanna fell victim to it, was not able to play. He was listed as an active. So, um, mm. you know. Positive vibes to these guys. Short week. Hopefully every single one of them can be on the field on Thursday. Coach Mike McCarthy said the team is taking some added precautions, uh, and that includes some guys uh, opting to put some masks on. Um, so mm. to protect themselves. So there are measures being taken. So hopefully, like I said, these guys are good to go. Micah Parsons was upgraded from DNP to limited. Uh, it's fully expected that he'll play. And I'm 100% certain that he will, as is the organization. For the New York Giants, from their side of the equation, they are looking much worse because it's not a bug they're dealing with uh, as much as it is actual injury. And their offensive line is is ravaged. Uh, DMP, 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 Feliciano, Uh Starter. Ezidu, yeah, uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Azudu. Let's say Azudu. If I mispronounced it correctly. Josh Ezudu,
1: Right. Yeah, you did it right the first time. Right. It was
4: Azudu. Azudu. Yeah. So those are two neck injuries on the offensive line. Adoree Jackson, he's going to miss this game. He's already been ruled out by Brian Daybow with a knee injury. Massive loss to the secondary there. Uh, Shane Lemieux, offensive line, did not practice toe injury. Evan Neal limited this entire week with a knee injury, and even when he was healthy, Demarcus Lawrence absolutely sunned him. So, mm. a less than one hundred percent Evan Neal logically can't be as good as the one hundred percent one that got spanked, got his spanked, pow pow got his spanked, got pow You know who's not on that injury report? Who's that?
3: Swiper, no swiping. Mm. <laughs>
4: Jalen's not. Andrew Thomas is, though. Jalen's Another
1: offensive lineman. Andrew Starting Thomas. linebacker for the New York
4: Giants. Andrew Thomas. So yeah. both teams are dealing with um, some absences from practice for entirely different reasons. The Cowboys, with the illness situation, have a much better shot of seeing most of their guys who are on this report take the field. The Giants, not so much. Neck, neck, ankle, knee. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: not a good thing. Ravaged offensive line. Ravaged secondary. Those are really the two that are hit, hit hardest across the board because they were already missing Xavier McKinney because of his ATV accident that he had in Cabo, and let's not so, forget Wondell Robinson. He's not on the injury yeah, report he because he's on <laughs> injured so reserve. Fake. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it does sound fake, but it's really not. It's really not. So yeah, yeah. and they lose Wondell Robinson to IR, so yeah. he's not on this injury. Not on that list. Not. Okay. Which so that,
4: leads us to the Beckham Bowl. And speaking of Beckham, yeah, certain quarterback. Admitted to reaching out to him personally. Which quarterback was Um, it? Daniel Jones?
1: It was not. It was Rain Dakota Prescott. Whoa. Of House Cowboys. Have you ever seen a team actively recruit like this? I was gonna add the additive on the backside of in in season, like in the regular season. I feel like that would be a too easy yes question or no question. Like I've never seen anybody recruit in season. I think Jerry hit it on the head. I think Dion. It was
4: Dion, but you'd have to go back to the to the early mid 90s to kind of get a grasp of that. But yeah, since I was around that time, showing my age here, um, yeah, I'd say Dion because you know Emmett and Michael, like they were really pushing. Now, as yeah. far as how many players came out and pushed, uh, I believe it was Emmett, Michael, Charles. Um, but I mean, like right now, when you're talking about OBJ, it seems like every day there's a new one or two guys that just jump in front of the camera, well, not jump in front of the camera because they were asked the question, um, that just admit to, hey, yeah, we we, we spoke with him and or we want him here and or, you know, what are you waiting for, OBJ? And then you go look at Twitter and they're full-blown conversations. OBJ said they went crazy moments after the Cowboys annihilated the Vikings and then Tank replied. He was like, they did make the right decision. Trevon Diggs replied to that with the slide and the ninja emoji like,
1: these guys want OBJ, man. Man, have you ever seen anything like this outside of Dion? Dion's the right uh, the right answer there because what was that like week two, week three yeah. of that season? Yep, yep, yep. So it was in season two, but nothing since. Not like that, uh, and especially week twelve into the season, <laughs> and you're having this conversation. Receivers, quarterbacks. VPs, EVPs, owner and
4: GMs, yeah, no, podcast shows, never seen podcast like
3: analysts. It. I've never seen anything like it, but it worries me. It does. Why? I'm not sure if I'm not sure if this organization and this team can handle all that comes with that.
4: I was we were on the same page with that. Yeah. Several weeks ago okay. before I started seeing the players beat the table like this. Okay. CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Ezekiel Elliott, and now Dak Prescott, of course, you have others in between. Mm-hmm. But when the players, because our con- our concern was, how would he fit in the locker room? Mm-hmm. We, we're we getting our answer. Yeah. We're getting our answer. Now, of course, it's still a, a little bit of TBD as far as, because I said a couple weeks ago, as long as he understands from a Jason Peters standpoint, like, hey, you're not one or two. That, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing, though. That's yeah. the thing. And
3: also, all the attention. There's been... There's been other prospects, not this year particularly, but in the past of the NFL that have not been picked up by organizations because of what comes with them in terms of all the media attention. We know that's, Dallas loves that, yep. but there's a downside to that as well because with all that comes extra pressure. With that pressure now, Killamore would be forced in a position to have to get him the ball and all these kind of things. There's a, there's a, it's kind of a domino effect of things that would take place. Not to say that it would be bad, but there's a potential that it could be bad. So, I mean, it's a toss-up. It really is a toss-up. I mean, we'll, we'll obviously know here most likely here in the next week or so, I would imagine, um, because we're towards the mm-hmm. second round on the down slope of the, of the season now. I um, mean, it was going to take him some weeks, no matter where he decides, to get acclimated. I mean, um, he probably wouldn't
1: even show face in the games until I would say probably the last three or four games. Yeah, could you imagine the talking points and the media attention yeah, that this should. move would get? It's already getting that, and he's not even here. He's not. He's not even a cowboy yet. Could you imagine – if he's out there lining up with C.D. Lamb and and Michael Gallup, mm-hmm. could you imagine every eye in the building, every eye on the television screen would be honed in on whatever number Odell Beckham Jr. ends up wearing? I don't know what he would end well, up that's wearing.
4: That's probably why the NFL didn't flex Cowboys' coats out of their prime <laughs> out of that prime slot. Maybe they feel like you know the Cowboys do have a good chance, and they really do have a good chance of signing Odell Beckham. But um, to To kind of touch on Isaiah's point, I love what Mike McCarthy said um, in kind of a back-channel conversation. He said that, if you you guys remember, Ben McAdoo was in the building as a consultant. Who was OBJ's head coach in New York? It was Ben McAdoo. Um, So for as much negative as McAdoo has to say about the Giants organization based on how that that split happened— one of the only things that McCarthy well McCarthy said, one of the only things that McA- uh, that McAdoo has to say that's positive is OBJ, and he's not said a single thing negative about OBJ. He says he's a good locker room guy, that's says awesome. the narratives are not true, says he works hard, one of the first in the building. All of that kind of starts to put ice water on my concern about yeah. being a locker room okay. kid. That's good. So a lot of a positive backroom conversations being had about OBJ. We shall see. But – these boys gotta get the dub, no matter what. What if he brings you a biscuit? Would you feel better? I'm <sighs> not the biscuit boy.
3: Remember? Mm. Oh, you're just mm. biscuit Bill. You're you a cup you bring me a cup of fruit, then we can talk. A cup of fruit, mm.
1: just like Beamer did yesterday. That's right. Mm. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a first break a little bit early today, <laughs> because I, I want to get into the preview side of yeah, things, yeah, sure. and we're gonna give in. We're gonna preview a little bit of the offense versus the defense, and then flip that matchup as well. When we come back, more talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee. Right after this.
5: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to blackriflecoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Another day
6: is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC.
4: Back to talking cowboys.
1: Live music fans head to the star in Frisco on Tuesday, November 29th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the Country Rock Band Western Rewind. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more info, visit thestarandfrisco.com. Previewing the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants' second meeting of the year, Cowboys took meeting number one, 23-16. Would you believe it that that was the largest come-from-behind victory that the Cowboys have had all season long? Hmm. Hmm. Isaiah said it earlier in the season that this Cowboys team is not built to come back from much. Seven points is the largest deficit they have overcome. It was thirteen to six after the Barkley touchdown, and they have not overcome a deficit larger than that to win a game for the remainder of the season. The every other game so far. So the Giants have shown that they can get up on Dallas. Mm. They did that. They got up thirteen to six, but why is this Cowboys or why is this Giants team different than the one that the Cowboys saw in Week Three? They're beat up, ravaged. Yeah, they're beat up. They're missing. I think, in my opinion, their number one
3: receiver, Um, now out with their ACL. Mm -hmm. Um, That's huge. That's huge. Uh, In a a, Brian Dayball's offense, you need you need guys to go get the ball. You know, I think he, he knows how to run the ball effectively, but I think he's he's along the lines of a Kellen Moore where he wants to throw it around as well. So if you don't have the the assets out there on a the perimeter and you don't have the assets up front to give the Danny Dimes the opportunity to actually sit back there with some form of comfort, then you're in a bad predicament.
4: When they were mostly healthy in this first meeting, um, they only logged three third-down conversions out of 11 attempts Facts. with one touchdown. And now your offensive line is battered and bruised. You lose Wondell Robinson, who you know, basically had a career day of 100 yards before he tore his ACL yeah. this past weekend. Um, there's nothing that indicates, of course, anything is possible. So you know any given Sunday, but going into the game, there's nothing that indicates that the offensive line that was healthy earlier in the season and couldn't stop the Cowboys pass rush now beat up and battered and bruised will be able to stop a Cowboys pass rush sure. who's coming off of seven sacks against Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings there I just I don't see it and when you add that to the fact that you know Sterling Shepard uh, he's not going to take over a game uh, you know you would, I mean, he's an NFL player, and it's possible. Hi, Christian Watson. Um, But if the Cowboys' pass rush does what it needs to do, and, of course, that's predicated upon stopping the run. You stop Saquon, which I guess I could start and stop there. You stop Saquon, and the game is over. You stop Saquon, and the game is over. Because Danny, he's going to get a couple plays with his legs, extend a couple drives with his legs, but he's going to need way more than his legs if the Cowboys get off to this fast start that we now know that they can. Hmm.
1: With... The fast start, I'm still – how do I phrase this? I don't know. By phrasing it. Phrasing it. Going back to Minnesota, you, you, you felt better about the way you stopped the run yeah. against Dalvin Cook. But that's still – that's a Band-Aid at the moment. You haven't healed that star that scar just yet from what Green Bay and what Chicago did for you run defense-wise. What about Saquon Barkley – presents a different type of challenge. I know that offensive line's banged up, but he's still Saquon Barkley in the backfield. He's still Daniel Jones. Both of those guys can run it. Both guys had nearly 80 yards, Barkley 81. Then uh, Daniel Jones had 79 in that Week 3 matchup. Is that a matchup that you're more confident in now than you were in Week 3, or is it vice versa? You don't feel as good about that now?
3: I feel more confident now because... They have those scars. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah, and this defense has been beat up and is on the frontal lobe of, of their of their brain <laughs> <laughs> to stop the dog on run. And it's like they're going to get their pow pow spanked if they give up anything <laughs> over five yards. Yeah, I mean, this it's been drilled into them to not give up anything. So you can best believe that these guys are going to be. Heat-seeking missiles in terms of shooting their gaps um, and lane integrity, and then forced, you know, obviously the Giants into a passing situations, and we
4: know what happens when that when that take when that goes down. I agree with that in the in the aspect of lane integrity. I think they'll be more disciplined in executing their individual assignments. Um, but I do plan for or expect Daybo to try to get Barkley out in space, and when he gets him out in space, all bets are off because every angle you choose is the wrong angle. He's just he's just, special. He's just nasty. Um, yes. Uh, and much like we compare, justifiably so, Michael Parsons to uh, LT. Uh, a, if not for his career being horribly slowed by injury, Barry Sanders is is the direct comp to Saquon Barkley, and that's a guy that's a talent, that's a skill set that if he's in space good luck. So for the Cowboys, the name of the game is to execute, maintain your lanes, keep him from getting out in space because that's what Daybol is going to want to use him for. And that includes using him as a wide receiver out of the backfield on some screens, on some bubbles to try to challenge the secondary to come forward and make those tackles. Um, Saquon is, is a problem if you allow him in space. If you don't allow him in space, you increase the chances of being able to Either limit his yak to one or two or maybe get a TFL, but it's, it's difficult to get a TFL on a guy like that.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily need an offensive line to break right, big exactly. runs and to break big tackles and things of the sort. My my biggest concern is I, I feel like every time we do this, we look at it and it's like, oh, that team's banged up. They're not the same. They're not going to be what you thought they were. It's Even the second time around, it, you already destroyed them the first time, yeah. whatever. I don't think this is a bad Giants team. Nope. I still don't. I, and Cowboys Nation, I think, feels that way too. There's a little bit of a bubble gut going into this game. <laughs> BG short, short week. You're coming off of a super high, uh, beating the tar out of Minnesota. So where, where are the strengths for the Giants, and how could they take advantage of Dallas? Because that's where Dallas needs to focus. And actually,
4: really quickly, shouts out to Byron Jefferson for reminding me of this because tired brain, I completely forgot. Sterling yep. Shepard isn't even on the field. That's right. He's been out for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. He's done for the season. So Darius Slayton is, though. Yeah, Darius Slayton is. So I, that's where my brain was going, but that's not where my mouth went. So shouts out to Byron Jefferson on Twitter for hit me with the correction there. Tired mine. But, yeah, that's uh, another weapon that's not on the that's field. They don't have the weapons. I'm, I'm not threatened by this Giants.
3: And Dallas has learned their lesson about sleeping on teams. I think they slept on the Giants last time they played them. And the Giants kind of got on their heads for a second, and they're like, oh, crap. We Came better, back. We better figure this out.
1: So and that was before really the Giants had won some some games. That was before facts. you knew the Giants were going mm. to be they, they have the same record right now. despite absolutely. injuries.
3: Absolutely, very. You have to. Re, you respect every team. You guys know how my approach is, mm-hmm. and obviously they have the same record with you. Obviously they are, you're going head to head with these guys in your division right now because this division is the best in the league as record wise right now. do yep. um, you want to prove that you're better than what you displayed against them last time. Last time in their locker room, they're like, man, we were, we were this close. Right? We let them off the hook. That's, that's what they're saying in their locker room. not scream. Gotta know, be quicker. You what I'm saying? That's what they're saying in their locker room right now. We, we just let them off the hook. We could have kept, kept doing what we were doing. We would have been We would have been solid. Dallas is now like, no, we need to make sure that that gets to put to rest. It. Yeah, we need to bury these cats. We need to do what we did last week. And matter of fact, let's make it a 60-burger instead of a 40-burger. That's what their mentality needs to be. And I can guarantee you the competitive nature of this team, the actual players, and the coaching staff wants to ensure that New York knows when they walk out of this game, yeah, you guys are beneath us.
1: If they get a 60-burger, by the way, I'll make sure to get Whataburger back in studio on Monday. 60-burger. Like yeah, 60-burger. Like and yeah. – and,
4: and, even when you flip it, because I was focusing on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley versus the Cowboys defense, even when you flip it, um this offense, it's it's clicking now. We've been waiting all season for it to click and we talked about why, you know, why it probably hadn't, and it's because Dak Prescott hadn't been there the entire time. Obviously he missed five weeks coming back, he had to get his timing back, his rhythm back and then there were the miscommunications, two of them cost you the game in Green Bay. Without those, you win the game in Green Bay and you're undefeated in Dak Prescott's return. Like this is how close the Cowboys were to firing on all cylinders yeah. and we finally saw them do that. So now they more more so than us knowing that they can do it now, they believe that they can do it now. They are reminded that they can do it now and now they get a chance to run up potentially run up the score and send another message to a very good NFL team that happens to be a bitter division rival on your own field. And, oh, here's the added motivation. McCarthy hasn't won a Thanksgiving yet uh, with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys haven't won a Thanksgiving in four years. Wow. So you need more motivation to finally protect your home field on Thanksgiving? Make it happen. Make Mm -hmm. it happen tomorrow.
1: It means Dallas is due. Yes. They're due for a, a big due. Thanksgiving game. They're due. Uh it was funny. The first thing that popped in my mind was like, You wanna you need more motivation? You need more motivation? I was thinking what about the Jonas brothers at halftime? <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head. Uh so kind of going along those points and asking the question, <laughs> <Damn> it, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, it's gonna be a good show. It benefits Salvation Army. It kicks off their gigs. Their yeah. Um Patrick, when you were talking about Dak Prescott being a big key offensively absolutely, and getting this thing rolling again, outside of Dak Prescott, what's the biggest reason why the offense has has looked like it's started to click over these last couple weeks?
4: Well, we saw that they were able to commit to the run game. That's what helped the defense and Cooper Rush go 4-1 in the absence of Dak Prescott. But – <laughs> My brain goes right to Dalton Schultz, this version of Dalton Schultz, in that tight end room with Jake Ferguson. That is not where I was anticipating you going with that. I like to keep it spicy. Wow. But if you think about it, with the reemergence of Dalton Schultz, which we said this version of Dalton would show up when Dak returned, and here we are. It forces linebackers to cover the middle of the field. That then allows CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and some of these outside receivers a little bit more free reign. It makes it more difficult to shade your safety coverage one way or another because you have to account for Dalton Schultz. And then when it's not Schultz, it's Peyton shot or it's Jake Ferguson. So primarily I'd say Dalton Schultz, but I'm speaking more so to the Titan trio as a whole because they've shown they can be productive, and Dalton Schultz has again become that top security blanket for Dak Prescott. Opposing defensive coordinators now know that and have to
1: account for that.
4: And in doing so, again, helps open up everybody else.
1: Hmm. What do you think? Big reason why the offense is clicking outside of Dak Prescott.
3: I can't put my finger on it. I think Kellen Moore is more comfortable. I think he's settled in. I think that he has finally admitted to himself that the running game is the the freaking foundation of this offense. And he's allowing that to
1: flourish. Have you been satisfied with the way that he's handled the ground game over these last few over weeks, last even few weeks, against yeah. Green Bay? Yes, where it felt it felt like things. I mean, you got up twenty-four to fourteen yeah. against Green no, I'm, Bay. I'm very proud of what he's done over these past few weeks, and I think that's
3: it's been a part of his development. I talked about it early on how he's still growing, how he's still a young offensive coordinator in this league. And there's a lot of things that he's still fighting himself internally, and you're starting to see that growth and that development. He's overcoming those things, from my perspective. He's overcoming those, yeah. those, those challenges that he has, um, and that urge to just throw the ball around. And he's seeing the results of it. So it's a lot easier when you're fighting those internal battles when you see the actual fruition of it. When you when you, when you see the fruits of your labor, like, hey, okay, this isn't, this is not natural for me. I'm gonna try this, and then it works. It's like, okay, all right, okay, I'm gonna try it again. It's not natural. Oh crap, it worked. All right, maybe it's, <laughs> maybe I should do this more often, right? But had he tried it and it not worked. uh, okay, let me go back to what I know. Yeah. Right. You know, so I think that he's learning
1: um, and because of that this team is is benefiting from it. So, and did I say 24-14? I meant 28-14. Oh, no I disrespect. Did. 28-14 is what Dallas got up in that game, which is even more unfortunate. So, let's flip <laughs> it to the defensive side uh, one more time. Without Anthony Barr, if he's unable to go, which it looks like he won't be able to go, he's not going to go. He's not going to go, period. Is that? I I know Mike said it was hard pressed. It's not official that he's been ruled out,
4: but I would be pleasantly stunned Mm. if he's on the field tomorrow. So he's out. Because you're talking about restraining that hamstring yeah. Saturday, this past Saturday. It's been less than a week since that Yeah, been the there's game. no way. Cammies suck, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Damone Clark's <laughs> season continues.
1: So, But that's kind of my point. So Barr, D-Law's questionable. Uh, Kelvin Joseph's questionable. With the pieces that are out on this defense, is there any worry on how they're able to fill in the hole, or is the depth kind of taking that and, and not on that side of the ball, wiped it out. On, on the defensive side of the ball, you have a lot of depth. Yeah.
3: Uh, side, outside of cornerback, I'll say outside of cornerback, uh, linebacker, linebacker, you're okay. But outside of cornerback, you have pretty good depth. Defensive line, you can afford it's for. Flooded. Yeah, you can afford for the defense. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll line. be all right. You're, you're good. Safeties, you're good. We've seen guys step up in that regard as well. Yeah. Um, it's just that cornerback, you can't afford for too many of your corners to go down. That's the biggest. I would say the biggest risk It
1: was Thanksgiving factor. last year where Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright saw – a good amount of playing time and against that, the Raiders, right? that's who right? I was going to mention, Neshawn Wright. So if Kelvin Joseph can't go with illness for
4: whatever reason, it, all it does is pull Neshawn Wright right into the spot. And the good thing for the Cowboys is Anthony Brown, he returned on Sunday, which right. means he'll be on, on the field for Thursday. So your starter opposite Trevon Diggs is there. So the only concern is, well, who's his? Who's the backup? And if it's not Kelvin, it's Neshawn. So you still have the depth there because Anthony Brown is on the field. Uh, I don't see a scenario where DeMarcus, Lawrence, unless the – the The bug that hit him on yesterday completely debilitates him, I don't see that he's not on the field on Thursday. He already talked about everything he's fighting through to remain available, and he's producing at an elite level in doing so. Yeah. So unless he's just, you know, in the fetal position, at home because of the illness, uh, I see Tank being on the field. But if he's not on the field, Thank if we're talking contingencies, if he's not on the field, then guess what you're going to see? You're going to see.
1: What are you laughing at?
3: <laughs> what
4: are you doing? No, tell I just it. got
3: a visual of Mike Tyson. You remember Mike Tyson had that fight? He said, "I broke my back." Oh wait,
4: I broke <laughs> he my said,
3: back. What part of your back you break? Spinal. <laughs>
4: That's, the only way, way. that's the only way D-Law ain't gonna play. Only way, classic line. But for contingency for contingency's sake, if he if he doesn't play Lawrence, then you're going to see more reps for Dorrance Armstrong. You're going to see more reps for Sam Williams, yeah. Dante Fowler, and it might be. And you mean I, all those I, other guys that are getting uh, sacked? Yeah, all those other oh, guys. And crazy. and it, there's a an, uh, break glass in case of emergency. Which it, Tack McKinley is on the practice squad. I still oh, think, that guy. Yeah, that guy. So they'll. Either way, either way, Daniel Jones will probably be under siege again. And or more so than he was the when he first had a healthier
1: around. offensive line. Ugh. Yeah, Daniel Jones was running for his life in yeah. that game. That was really – Dallas had already emerged just because of their performance against Joe Burrow and the, uh, and he the Bengals. He was running for his life. Ran for 79 yards too, Kyle. and yeah, he did do that. Did do that. You got to find a way to contain him. And if not, things could get a little dicey. At least in the first half. But we're going to give our predictions. If you want to be a part of our Pick'Em segment, give us a call. 888-855-2297. Give us a call right now. Be on the side of the the Pick'Em segment. We've had two straight weeks with somebody from Washington State on the line. so uh, Three for three. Three, four, three. But that yeah. one dude don't count because he was a Wazoo fan. Tell yeah, you you he know. was. Jeremy. Yeah. He actually had a better week than Maurice did. I'd argue that makes him count more. Mm. No, that's trash. It's, <laughs> what's our record? It's Wazoo. We, did we catch up on that? I did. I, catch, I caught up on it. I'll tell you what it is, sort of is later like, because yeah. things are getting tight. Things are closing and it's getting tight. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys.
5: Go online at blackriflecoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's blackriflecoffee.com to fuel up today.
2: Little sweet, did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet. You Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a doctor. Never. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. <laughs> Everyone's done something that deserves a doctor. back to Talkin'
1: Cowboys. This is really cool. Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's longtime support of service members, veterans, and their families demonstrates the salute to service tenets to honor, empower, and connect with those that preserve our freedoms. The Cowboys are proud to nominate Coach Quinn as our 2022 NFL Salute to Service Award Club nominee. Join us in making sure that he becomes a finalist for this prestigious award by voting at nfl.com slash salute fan vote. I will
3: absolutely love DQ is a great human being. For those that don't know, I'm not going to share all his business, but that dude donates a ton of freaking money. To our military veterans and the care of their mental wellness and everything mm-hmm. else. So he yeah. does a ton
1: in that community. A ton.
3: Facts. And he wears, and does it quietly. He's always done yep. it. He did it back in Atlanta. He
1: did it in Seattle. He does it. Like he's, he's a dude, man. And when he's wearing camo, it's not because he likes camo. No. He's doing it because he wants so it to purpose. be yeah. out in the forefront. He wants it to be on camera. He wants it to be doing... Uh, or at least drawing attention. So the salute to service for Dan Quinn. If anybody in the league deserves that award, nice. I'm sure there are great. Guys Uh, across the league that are getting nominated for this. And they're all worthy. And they're absolutely worthy. Let's get DQ, the the dub here. Dan deserves that. So, NFL.com slash salute fan vote. Again, give us a call, 888-855-2297 if you want to be a part of our Pick'Em segment. Before we get into Pick'Em's, though, let's make you some money on DraftKings. We've got DraftKings. You can play for a million dollars with your deposit right now. We've got four players up on the board. Dak Prescott, $6,200. Tony Pollard at $6,600. Dalton Schultz at $3,800. And then the Cowboys defense is back there on the board. $3,700. Isaiah Stanback's excited to tell us which one he would choose. Give me a Dallas Cowboys defense for $3,700, Kyle. Against Daniel Jones and company. Sacks, takeaways. Yeah. Just the forced fumble. This the is the
3: biggest takeaway game of the year. How many do they get?
1: Ooh. Five. Whoa! Wow, that's with your chest. So that $3,700 would be making you some money. That's with your chest. I just made some money. A lot of money. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Patrick,
4: what you got? For all the reasons you said, Cowboys defense. Oh. It, it, <laughs> it's going to, uh, uh. I predict a bloodbath as far as the Cowboys defense versus that, Blood that, that Giants offense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: So... We've never had a clean sweep on this board before. But we are today. But we are today. I'm taking the Cowboys defense and special teams, too. Because not only are you talking about the dominant Cowboys defense and what they can do on that side of the football, but you're also talking about Brett Maher, who had 29 mm-hmm. fantasy points on Sunday. It's money. The trust is there That's between a great point, Kyle. 29 money. of them. It's
3: a great point. Money. Thank you.
1: Thank you. So there you go. All right, let's update the standings here. Once again, you can be a part of our Pick'Em segment, 888-855-2297. We'll get you on the line to represent the fans this week because the fans are right back in the hunt. Let's go. So Isaiah still leads the way, 28-18 overall. Nice. He went 2-3 last week, and so the fans closed some ground. Fans are only one game back at twenty-seven and nineteen. They went four and one last week. Jeremy in Washington was electric. Four and one. He did pick. Ooh. He did pick the Cowboys. So technically five and one. Yeah. He had a great week yeah. to to have it in third place. One game back behind the fans is Patrick Nosey Walker coming twenty-six and twenty. Patrick had three wins last week. Ooh. And guess what? I'm in fourth place, but I'm closing in. I've had two good weeks in okay. a row, so I'm only four games back from Patrick. <laughs> so twenty-two and twenty-four. I gotta put I'm getting really distance. uh getting Patrick's really close. A little bit on too that close one. to me. I don't like it. Oh, just wait till you see what happens next. So yeah, it's getting real close. Mm-hmm. So the top three spots: Isaiah, Fans, Patrick, all separated by two games. And then I'm oh, I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to catch up on the backside. Oh, yeah, trying to get there. All right, we've got a repeat picker this week but he's one of our favorites. Mario in South Texas. So last time you were on here you said Mario. there was food involved. Uh it is Thanksgiving week. What are you whipping up down
5: there?
0: Oh man, the, you know, the normal traditional turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, but uh How are my you my making your turkey is, though? Oh, it's in the oven. Regular, base. I, I stay up, and I take care of the turkey.
1: Ooh, look uh, at you.
0: There he is. You, you were about to say a big, up,
1: you were saying, of but well, what is it? Well, what else are you doing?
0: Oh, um, favorite dish is this broccoli, rice, and cheese casserole that my mom it's has made bad. since I was a kid. It's not bad. So that, that is undefeated. What's your dessert situation? Uh, pecan pie. Ooh. I'm out. Oh, stop it! I'm out on the pee
1: camp. Huh? That's it. You can't come to the cookout. I'm out. You're done. Uninvited.
0: All I'll, right.
1: I'll take some of that cash. Mario, I'll be on my way. I'll head. I'll head down there. I'll be there by tomorrow. All right. We got spot for you, Kyle. Thanks. Appreciated. All right. We've got six games to pick. We're gonna start off with the toilet bowl game. Denver Broncos on the road against the Carolina Panthers.
4: Ew. Patrick, we'll start with you. That's gross. Let's just go with the home team, Carolina.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Russ and the Broncos on the road. Isaiah? I don't want to go with Russ, but I'm going to have to go with Russ. Yeah. Mm. Mario?
0: Might be the worst game on the slate, but um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Sam Darnold is back. Maybe he provides provides a spark. I'm, I'm going with Panthers.
1: Um, all right, let's do the Thanksgiving games because they're they're decent games. Mm-hmm. Patriots on the road against the Vikings. That's the nighttime slot. Mario, who you got on that one? Well,
0: Kirk Cousins is still having uh, nightmares um, of this past Sunday's game with Micah, and now he's got to meet Matthew Judon, so mm. NFL sack leader. So I'm taking the Patriots on the road.
1: Ooh, okay, Patriots have been playing well lately, Isaiah.
0: Got to go with the Vikings. I don't think that they're a bad
4: team.
1: I think uh, they had a bad week. I think they rebound, too. Give me Minnesota. Um,
4: God, I like what Mario said. Um, and saw still battling injury. Judon goes off. Give me a second straight loss for the Vikings. More Pats on this one. Okay. Pats on back, back. to back.
1: The uh, the early slate, the Lions, of course, hosting on Thanksgiving, another traditional NFL uh, yearly event. Yeah. They're hosting the Bills, who, of course, played in Detroit oh. last week. They played in Detroit for a home game last week because of the snow. They moved the Cleveland Browns and the Bills out to Detroit, so they're right back at Ford Field. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills on the road to get that one done. Mario. Well,
0: if it wasn't for the Lions, all six teams playing tomorrow would have a winning record. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm taking the
1: Bills in Detroit. Lions at 4-6. and six. They've been playing better. Patrick. The
4: Lions are dangerous. This is going to be a close game, but but the Bills are still the Bills
1: until further notice I'm taking the Bills. (laughs) I'm going with the Buffalo Room. Mm. Bengals on the road against the Titans. Patrick, we'll start with you. Bengals, Titans, Nashville? It is in Nashville. I'm going with the Titans. Okay. Isaiah? Let's go Burrow. Burrow, Cincinnati, give me the Titans at home. Mario.
0: Joe Burrow's on fire. I don't think the Titans have the offensive firepower to keep up. I'm going Bengals.
4: They got the king. They ain't going to let him eat.
0: King, oh. king might
4: not
1: be enough. Lit. Should we do Should we do an extra game since it's a Thanksgiving week? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's there's do there's it. one game I oh, You just I, want to make it up, huh? You just want to try and cover some ground? No, I, I want to have a conversation <laughs> on this. Let's freaking talk about it then. You got 30 seconds? Last week, I tried to pick the Colts. Or actually, I did pick the Colts. I was very adamant about it. And they they tried to help me out. That's what I was going to say. They almost did it. You picked a Saturday on a Sunday. I guess Mm. I did, yeah. And so the Colts are a four win team. The Eagles just barely squeaked it out against a four win team. This week, they play the Packers. Who's they? Packers who beat the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. No. Eagles. Eagles Packers. Yeah, that's right. Eagles. Eagles, Packers. Eagles Packers. Eagles and the Packers. Who you
4: got, Patrick? You know what? I, I did pick Eagles last week because, you know, it was you did. Coach. coach almost proved me wrong. I wish they would have, but. Um, eh. You don't want to do it,
1: but you know you have to. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Give me Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, too.
3: <laughs> well, give me another win. <laughs> go with Philly, son. <laughs>
0: Mario. I would love to pick the boogeyman, but uh, Packers got a lot of injuries, especially on that defense. Eagles take this at
1: home. Okay. All right. All right. Cowboys hosting the Giants. It's a Thanksgiving tradition unlike any other, and this year it's got a little extra emphasis. Not only is it the Beckham Bowl, but it's also the battle for second place in the NFC East. Winner takes over that spot. In sole possession, both teams at seven and three. Cowboys won the first matchup, twenty-three to sixteen. Now it's time for the rematch, and Mario, we'll start with you. Cowboys, Giants, who you got?
0: Despite the illness running through the Cowboys locker room, um, I came on with you guys today on this with turkey breast Wednesday. And with the turkey breast, and, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking Cowboys defense only gives up three points again. Mm. Cowboys win twenty-seven three.
1: I like it. Mario, thank you so much for calling in. Can't wait to, to have, uh, have Thanksgiving dinner shipped up here to Frisco. Can't wait to see that on my, my desk coming up in the next couple weeks Misses. or co- next couple days. Uh, but appreciate you calling as always, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me
0: on, guys. Thanks,
4: Mario. Here it he
1: goes. Happy Thanksgiving, Mario. All right. Say it with your turkey breast. I like that.
4: That's creative. I'm going to say it with my turkey breast. Say it. Cowboys 38-10. Mm. Destruction. In Arlington, they're oh. going to just wipe the floor with the Giants. Is Giants, that right? are, yeah, Giants are just decimated by injury, mm. and then the illness that's going around here at the star I will tell you what it is; it's they're
1: sick and tired of being inconsistent. So here we go, <laughs> Cowboys thirty-eight ten. I got to learn to let Patrick go last because yeah. I like I like the way he puts these together. Thirty-six sixteen, Cowboys. That's my score. I think it's a big time win. That's I think cute. they get up big and. Giants kind of sprinkle on a couple points late. Sprinkle. Just a little bit of sprinkle. sprinkle not man. Jeremy Sprinkle. Oh, no Jeremy. Saw him yeah. the other day. Did you? Yeah. There you go. He's rehabbing. Um, um, Isaiah.
3: I see your are 38-10, and I see your 36-16, and I raise you. 48-10. <laughs> to 10. Ooh. Well, just go to the 50. No. Uh, not going what about up?
4: 60 burgers? No, 48. 60 burgers? 48.
1: Forty-eight. Burgers. If he could be
4: more specific, he would. He'd be like 48.7. <laughs> <laughs> 48.7. So it looks like a fantasy football right.
1: score. <laughs> 117.32. Oh. Yeah, there you go. All right. Everybody have a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Please stay safe. Uh, we'll be on the pregame and postgame shows. That's right. The Check show us out. out. Pregame live tomorrow, two p.m. Central Time. We promise you, we will wait to eat so that we're nice and yep.
3: awake for the pregame show. Postgame may
1: not be the post-game same. Postgame May not be the yeah, same. Yeah, we may be we may be falling over in postgame because of that smoked mac and cheese oh, that we've got uh-huh. coming our way, lightly crusted. You'll have some. You'll have some Cowboys mac in the press yeah, box. Yeah, we we'll have the press box mac and cheese. That's actually be, oh, it's actually pretty good. It'll be awesome. Fantastic. I mean, it's not mine, but it's, it's pretty fantastic.
4: fantastic. Well, that's why it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Insulting this man's cooking? I did. Oh, wow. wow. That's how we're gonna he, do he it. Said, listen, he, he set did, it up. I, I did, knocked it down. He did, he did. What are you most thankful for? Go. Uh, my family,
4: family. Uh, healthy kids, you know, healthy loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and the Cowboys being seven and three. Yeah. I think I'm right there with you. I'm happy, happy, thankful with my family, thankful for, for you guys. health, <laughs> thankful for you guys, thank you guys. For and for the fans. Upstairs,
4: Chris Beam behind the scenes. Thankful, thankful for Chris for
1: Beam. What about you?
3: I'm thankful for everything, Kyle, Mm. including my family. I was about to say, you probably should at least (laughs) say something. You
1: should lead with that. I'm very grateful. (laughs) You are a grateful person. All right, that does it for us. Everybody be safe over Thanksgiving. We'll be back on Monday to break it down for you. Win or lose for the Cowboys against the Giants, a 325 kickoff on Fox. For Patrick Nosey-Walker, for Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you on Monday with more Talking Cowboys.